Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another exciting edition of Saints Radio here on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. We're coming to you from Dallas, Texas, from the Father's Church, and it's just so good to be with you today. Um, I, I was just walking down the hall at the church, and I ran into a couple of our, our saints, Stacy McGill and Ruby Ruby, and they said, oh, we're looking forward to the broadcast. And I said, well, my goodness, I said, it's going to be a big surprise. And so I am just thrilled to have our apostle back. And he is back with us today for this broadcast. And he is coming to us from Skype, from his home, as he's recovering from his illness, doing very well, I might add. But welcome, Apostle Ron. Hello there. Thanks for uh, thanks for making this possible. I mean, you have to you have to man the booth and do all the things that are necessary to make these connections. And I I'm very appreciative of that, and uh, as well as all the other things that you've done over these past few weeks to to minister in in my absence. I speak blessing over you for that, and. Um, and hello, everybody. I certainly missed um, being able to reach out in the way that has become such a a normal pattern for us. You know, it's it's really odd to think that I haven't been in um, in our Sunday morning services for three weeks now, mm. and um, I I am feeling stronger every day still trying to really process what all has transpired um, but looking forward now to gradually picking up um, you know the, the process of acclimating myself back into what needs to be done especially in light of the seminar coming up next week yeah you're coming back at such a significant moment I mean the timing of the Lord is just it's just perfect even though, of course, just everything that's happened um, has been so unfortunate, mostly, of course, for you. Um, we've, I know that just being in contact with so many of the saints around the world and here in our own house, I mean, we have really missed you. <laughs> and your, you know, your presence and, and I remember the first Sunday when I came in on Sunday morning, that first Sunday after you had gone to the ER that night, and I had not heard at that point um, what exactly was transpiring. And so I got here, and you're always here. And you weren't here. It was 8 o'clock. And, and I thought right then in my spirit, something's wrong. Something's happening. And so I came into the sanctuary, and I, I went into prayer. I laid on the pulpit. I didn't lay on the pulpit. I laid on the platform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, um, and I, I remember praying for you, even though I didn't know. But the amazing thing to me is that in the midst of this time of absence, your presence has never left this place. I mean, and, and people might think that's a strange thing to say, but there's such a residue of, of just what you have sown in, not just in this house, but through the network, through the people. Um, it's just, it's, it's just amazing. But I also remember too, feeling the weightiness of what you carry 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, so we want to thank you. Oh, Definitely. That's very kind, and I I appreciate that very much. I mean, I always feel that this is our mutual mission between our house in Dallas and all the other families of the saints and you know we're doing a we're doing a work that is not something that we ascertained our you know in our planning to do but God has orchestrated this and um, so I appreciate those words I do recognize the, the flow pattern that God puts in place because again early on um, the, the Lord just impressed over and over again uh, years ago that in the spirit realm and the things we do for the Lord and, and, and across the, the sphere of light and dark everything in the spirit realm revolves around relationship and authority structure mm -hmm. and you know relationship with the Lord and what he's called us to be and what he's called us to do and our positioning therein and then honoring that structure and I feel sorry for people who don't that it may seem like a simple thing but it really is absent from most Christians vocabulary you know to, to, when they think about relationship with the Lord they think and rightfully so that, that the initial point of being born again and then maybe being filled with the Spirit um, and asking God to do things for you in prayer. Uh, the, the measure of authority structure is, man, oh man, that was attacked from day one. People saying, oh, you know, you're positioning one person over another and it's control and all kinds of things. Because the enemy, you think about what he did um, in his rebellion, he thumbed his his ethereal nose at God and then tried his best to destroy the authority structure and um, so I'm saying all that for this reason that it's very important for us to honor those two things because you think about Jesus what did what what characterized his ministry other than of course the obedience in coming to earth he spent his time communing with the Father. That relationship was vital. And he also um, stayed in perfect alignment with what he was called to do and his his appointed position while on earth. He, he was fully God, but yet felt it not robbery to be equal with God, but yet he submitted himself. And even, you know, the term Lord, we've discerned is aligned with the Old Testament word Adonai, which means you find your place in alignment. You know, Lord Jesus Christ is not his first, middle, and last name. And so I do believe that in this season, God has affirmed both of those things. He's affirmed that, you know, our positions in authority, uh, whatever it is that we're called to do, we, we have to step up and do it. And also that we stay very close to him and we remember who he is and what he's called us to be and that has been that has been tested it hasn't I don't mean from a, a rebellion standpoint 
the, the, the strength of those two things has been really pressed upon by the enemy and by the realm. And I, and I also think that it's, it's been weighed in the balance by God to, to, uh, to test how, how much we've really adhered to both of those. So what you just said is um, very meaningful to me from a personal standpoint, but I also see those two factors of relationship and authority structure being pressed upon. I mean, you can feel when the leader is not there. You can mm -hmm. feel when those who are called to serve in certain specific assignments are not there for some reason. And um, how you adjust to that is you draw near to the Lord and you double down on honoring the authority structure and being everything you're supposed to be. And God takes great privilege at that, you know? No, he takes great pleasure, pleasure at that. It's kind of like, you know, next man, next man standing, next man up or next woman up. You know, if you're in a situation on a team or in the workplace, somebody's out, Everybody else should not only adhere to their job, but do the things that are necessary to do until that structure is back in place. Mm -hmm. And those two things are so important in our relationship as saints. And they're also things that the enemy just detests. And so I feel like that's been tested, but from my perspective, our church and our network has risen to the task in you know, on behalf of our Heavenly Father and um, he's very pleased with that and I, I speak blessing over my congregation and over the, the saints who are continuing to labor steadfastly in the in the fields that God has placed them in Amen yeah, I, you know, being in the, in the midst of it, and being in communication with so many of our saints throughout this process, I, I just I fully agree with you. I mean, so much of intercession has gone into um, the development, but not even the development. I mean, God has trained us for this moment. Yeah. And he did, he was not caught off off guard. He was not. This was not a surprise to him. And that's another story that we can talk about. But, I mean, he wasn't caught off guard, and his spirit was with us through the whole thing. But also just feeling the synergy of, of the spirit and the, the commitment of the saints that rose up together to say, this is not acceptable. You know, <laughs> and to really go to battle with the enemy that was trying to come against our leader, it was just, it was so pronounced and so, such a, a powerful encouragement because over and over again I remember just meditating upon who we are as a people and what this network represents are you still there because I've lost you yes I'm here okay I'm here and um, and I you know the Lord just kept telling me over and over again that he's got this he's he knows he's got this but two, you know going into battle on behalf of just a measure of healing that needed to happen, a measure of of resolve in your body, 
um, strengthening, healing, restoration, whatever you want to call it, I found so much that I was tapping into the depths of my relationship with the Lord and the Lord Jesus Christ and who he was as your deliverer and as your healer and as your savior, that it was very relational for me. And I'm sure that I'm speaking for all of us that you talk about authority and relationship. I mean, I have felt like my relationship with the Lord and just my faith that is built upon who he is. It's not built upon anything else, you know, not how well I can pray or how many Bible verses I could I could throw at the enemy. It's so much about relationship and us acknowledging who he is. And so faith has been strengthened. Um, our relationship with the Lord has been strengthened through this. I think our structure has been more defined and and strengthened because, I mean, we have to acknowledge the fact that this network is more than just one man. Right. It's a structure. And, and if we have not all just been awakened to the reality that we all have a place in the structure and function in that, it, it was a wake-up call. And yeah. so I think where do we go from here? I think we continue to strengthen that structure, but also recognize that, um, like you said, I mean, Adonai, I mean, this has been such a, tr a training ground for us. And, and I, I'm not thankful that you went through this, but I'm thankful that God is going to turn it to the good and that God will use it on your behalf and on behalf of this people. So I'm just, and I can say this while you're sitting, you know, across the table from me um, and living and breathing and getting more, more strengthened day by day. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to, um, there's a number of things we need to talk about. Um, and I'm very grateful to be back and to, you know, it makes you appreciate these every week, you know, we meet this way and I've missed this. And I, I do appreciate so much you standing in the gap, Monica. And I listened, I listened to the saints radio. I, I heard you, I heard Dion, I heard Sandra. Um, it's, it's just been a blessing to me in, in um, an amazing ways. But I, I just want to affirm to everybody, um, this was such an odd thing. And it's, um, I don't want to get too medical here, but basically it, it involved um, an organ that men have called the prostate. I don't have any sickness. I don't have it. There's, there's nothing. There's no cancer. Wrong. Mm -mm. It's just that what my family history has been is that it's that organ is too big. And so that creates problems at times. And I've dealt with this for years. Now, some people say, well, you don't believe in healing. You know, you're not pronouncing this. Well, let me ask that person. If you have a bad tooth, can you sit there in pain or you call a dentist. What do you do? If you need a haircut, do you believe the Lord to cut your hair or do, do you take care of that? This situation for me is something that um, is being rectified. Yeah, it came on and I believe the enemy stirred things up. Um, in fact, we, we had a we had a fivefold, which I was you organized Sunday afternoon and I was blessed to drop in on that. Um, and we were asking, you know, what what influences 
you know, we really take seriously these bifolds and we're pressing through into into new ways of using it more. Um, God's pressing us up in the way of counsel and different things in, in alignment with his mind, because the fivefold is the mind of Christ. The fivefold is how God thinks. So if we're representing him and if we're inquiring of him, how better than to hear what he's saying from the way he thinks. And um, so a number of our people on that Sunday afternoon, uh, this past Sunday afternoon, were involved in a fivefold, and it was very inspiring to me. It was very illuminating, and um, one of the things out of many, I'm not going to go into a fivefold regale here, but one of them was that the enemy was attacking the belt of truth, and um, particularly a really funny phrase in Scripture. Uh, and I don't even know it's a phrase. It's a designation. It's called the curious girdle. <laughs> if you look it up in the King James, I don't know what NIV says. It may say multifaceted, multicolored, uh, vamu, vamu girdle. I, I don't know. And who God knows what the Passion Bible says or the Fire Bible. But curious girdle is a really weird term in, in, the, the, uh, in the Old Testament. It's like eight times it's used. And um, it's attached to the ephod, but it really does represent where the belt of truth would be and and it's got it's got four different colors which are kind of kind of odd uh and and i do know that it represents our going into all truth our creativity and so and it just so happens to be at a place where the the medical situation that i talked about um it would be covered <laughs> by this thing and and so I've been taking those scriptures and declaring, um, you know, that that the dimension of judgment and burning and the dimension of the the, uh, the violet and the purple, and um, and then the blue. Uh, I, I I just think I think it's very interesting um, to to take the result of a fivefold to, to to go into the scripture, and then to make that a meet in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking forward to how God's going to continue to develop the fivefold in, in the months to come. And in fact, we, we talked about that, and then, bam, this, this craziness hit late on a Saturday night. You know, I had two Saturday nights in a row where I went to the emergency room and, un- and endured incredible pain by people who really didn't know. I bless them, but they really didn't know what they were doing. And both mornings I woke up thinking I need to be in church. And it was just, it was just an awful thing. But I'll tell you one thing that did happen. One of the things that happened with the fivefold was we were talking about the, the, the way that we've been declaring the blood over ourselves over this past COVID season. And God has largely protected us. There's only been you know, one or two folks that we, we recognize either had exposure or actually succumbed to it. But uh, for the most part, we've been walking in perfect freedom through the blood of Jesus. And um, and again, one person is two men. But you've got 99%. That's a pretty good axiom. Um, but one of the things about the blood, and we talked about this for months, about how God was drawing near 
And he was going through things in our lives where he was going back over actions and ways that we thought. And it, it's been a purifying thing. Mm -hmm. And and I was recognizing that, you know, all the things we know about the blood of Jesus from the scripture, the main thing for all of us is that though our sins were as scarlet, he made them white as snow. And that cleansing of the blood of Jesus, um, as you declare that over your life, it's going to go and touch areas that need to continue to be perfected. Even the bruising, he was bruised for our iniquities. Any bruise is an effusion of blood deep within, and it creates black and blue marks. I can look at my body, I've got a real big one right here where they collected blood about 10 times. Um, and so I felt that the blood of Jesus was really doing a work that I had really not focused on in me. Um, and, and, and I recognize that over the months that's been happening. And it, yes, God wants to revisit these places. Yes, he wants to touch the points where iniquity were, where he was bruised for them. But we're continuing to be perfected. And, and I have felt strongly this past weekend the blood of Jesus just moving in ways that I believe is for the purpose of developing to a greater degree who we are in him. But really, you know, um, really getting us ready for an infusion of the power of God and authority that a year ago we would not have been ready to bear and so and and you know we talked about the injustice of the enemy you know when iniquity was found in him and how that was based in injustice and you know um it's really a weird thing that um in this season where everybody seems to have some injustice that the lord himself through his blood is honing in on areas in our lives to cause us to be ready to be his champion in this season. It's an incredible thing to walk with our Father. And um, I'm, I'm just very, I'm very grateful for what, what God is, what God is doing. So, um, but anyway, that's the blood, the blood of Jesus. Well, you know, it's interesting too, because Sunday, Sunday was just a, a very prophetic day and and I think the Lord um, there was something that was being established and launched forth and I think it was very prophetic that you were able to join with us for that prof that first prophetic prayer because you would have been here spearheading the whole thing had things been normal but the Lord allowed that, and I think it was very prophetic. And, and just thinking back a few hours earlier from that, when I was meeting with the worship team, and it had been a really difficult night. And, and you know, I heard of different dreams that had happened, and um, a lot of people had struggled through the night just in battle and in warfare. And when you texted and said that you had had a restful night, it was almost just like, oh, thank God because you were not going back to the hospital that night. I mean, we were gonna, you know, that was just not gonna happen. 
And so we came in for the service, and of course you were not able to be here, but um, like I said, you were here. But just meeting with the girls for the worship team, and you know, they came in, they, they came in pretty poor in spirit. I mean, like God wants us to, just really not having an agenda or even much of a directive other than we were to stand in who we are as sons, as saints. And that was exactly what the Lord wanted us to do at this juncture is for the people, for the saints, even in the absence of our leader, to stand and to declare who we are in the going forward. And, and I remember going up to do the transition and, and the words out of my mouth were, I came in feeling like my garments were stained with blood, mm-hmm. filthy, filthy. And through the worship time, I felt like I was made white as snow. It's like I stood there as a saint in white linen before the Lord. And there was no, like I pled the blood of Jesus or anything like that. But I do think that there's an active application of the blood that we are just living. We are just living it. It's like God has said to us, and I, you know, I've been preaching about the table like constantly, just not only to myself, but to every, anybody that will listen that, you know, the church unfortunately has in some ways made the table a ritual when it's really meant to be weaponized. You know, it's meant to be applied a, no. a living application in our walk. It's a table of grace. It to is. To prepare us to go forward in grace. It is. And then I received a word from, from one of our saints, our very prophetic saints in, in Port St. John. And the Lord began to speak to her about communion. And she said, I, I, I went to Vicki. It was Annette. She said, I went to Vicki because the Lord was speaking to me about this and said, I feel like we need to take communion as a network. And Vicki said, well, Monica's been talking about doing that. And, you know, it's not like we have to all come together on Zoom. It's like a commission from, from the throne, you know, that's like apply this in your life. Make this an application in your life. Let yeah. that blood be a weapon because it's not just a sweet memory. It is, you know, both the body and the blood. So That's true. Yeah. And, and, you know, you think about what the book of Revelation says where it says they overcame him through the blood of the lamb and through the the logos of their martyria. And, you know, again, us, us staying so affirmed to the word, in fact, doubling down on the efficacy of the logos and to affirm our martyria we're what we've committed to be before God, where we're willing to die to everything else for it, and um, and then to to know that our enemy has attacked those very things mm-hmm. because he recognizes what the living Scripture says that that's what is going to overcome him, and you know the other the other factor is the saints, you know they hate the saints, and you think about what the the Queen of the queen of heaven or the great whore of Babylon, you know, what, what does it say that that spirit has? It has a chalice filled with the blood of the saints. <laughs> you know, it's just so, it's so amazing to me that as we're gearing up for this end season, uh, that we're really not saying anything different. 
we're, re we're coming back to our place, our martyria, our commitment to the word and the blood of the lamb. And that blood and, is empowering the testimony. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. It is. I mean, the blood empowers the word of our testimony. Amen. Well, this is, this is a phenomenal thing. And I know you've been partaking of communion every, mm -hmm. every day. That is something that the Lord said for you to do every day, at least once a day. Uh, every day I'm declaring the blood of Jesus over me and my family and over the church and over the network. And this has been going on for well, since, since before seminar. And, um, I, and I really do think that God is, is showing us now. You do and you teach. What is this? And even that crazy thing that the fivefold Sunday, the enemy had a blood sacrifice out on our front porch, uh, so much so that we recognize that he was trying to mock the blood of Jesus as a covering, but let him mock. We triumph through this, the, the blood of God, and we thank God for, for that. And I, I just declare right now, over all of our saints' family, the efficacy and the majesty and the power of the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. to every one of you, yes, as firstborn uh, of the family of God where the blood is on the doorpost and lintel and the plague will not come nigh us, yes. But in so many other ways, God is preparing us to emerge in the midst of this season to lay claim to the, uh, the heritage of the saints, the heritage of the kingdom of God in the spirit realm and in the natural throughout the world. And you know, that, that brings to, to the point where uh, we look at our seminar coming up and it, it was painful for me, as you well know, to say, look, this is gonna have to be virtual. Um, God's saying that. It wasn't from fear or anything else. God said, this is gonna have to be virtual. And we, we hate that. Well, not what God, we don't hate what God said, but we treasure being able to welcome our family to this, to this house. And so to not do that for the first time in 20 years is very, uh, what's a good word? I don't wanna say unsettling because that makes it seem like we're losing it. But it's, it's not what we would prefer. But then he said, I want it to be if my people, and I want it to be uh, devoted, devoted totally to prayer. I don't think we've ever had a seminar that was totally devoted to prayer. Do you remember one? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't remember. We've talked about different aspects of prayer, but I don't think there's ever been one, even in the title, where we just said, if my people for this season in our world, in our nation, in our own lives, and in the spirit realm. I'm really excited about this. And um, I, I believe that the various innovative things that the spirit has put in place are gonna be phenomenal. You know, you heard a test, you heard an announcement on Sunday about the, the prophetic presbytery. 
um, and it being able to be done virtually, which is exciting. But even what you have been coordinating, and I thank you again for that, uh, in the afternoons and on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, where we re reach literally across this nation and into not all the places where we have saints in the world, in across the world, but into Europe and into South America. Um, I just think that's amazing. I don't know if you want to say anything about that right now since I opened the door to it. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. We, we haven't actually talked with the leaders in the different places to get this coordinated, so this is going to be okay. kind of a launching for that. So we'll be generic. Yeah, yeah, but they know who they are and they know that this is coming, but um, in the afternoons, you know, typically in the afternoons, we would have three o'clock intercession and then a four o'clock session, which would be a teaching or something like that. But the Lord put it upon your heart to do something different. And what we're doing is we're taking different regions of our country and also different uh, regions of the world where there's saints represented and standing in intercession and we're calling all of us together to partner every day is going to be a different region and we're going to have specified intercession about that region of our country or about the world and then immediately following our prayer time at four o'clock we're going to do a zoom gathering that's going to be um very dynamic where we will be able to speak prophetically almost like a deasis prosuke kind of thing where we're going to be able to speak in prophetically into these different places in the world and in you know where god has established the saints um very proactively into what god is doing and just make declaration into that and so everybody's going to be able to be a part of that and yeah. um, it's going to be something new we've never done before and it's gonna it's gonna stretch us and yeah. so that's that's what's going to be happening so i'm going to be getting with um the pastors of the different churches in these locales and and setting that in motion this week so if you're listening and you're <laughs> that's what thursday's about well i think i think this is very exciting and you know the beauty of it is like We've been doing a lot of restoration in the natural of the church. I mean, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, we had professionally installed Wi-Fi outlets throughout the church, or throughout most of the church. And we, we didn't know at the time that that would be um, essential for the prophetic ministry and for, to some degree, to clarify and sharpen that signal and hone it in for this Zoom thing that, that you're, you you just mentioned. It's amazing how you you follow the leading of the Lord, you obey, and then you see, at least what the Lord will allow you to see, why it was necessary to obey and how it opens a door for other things. I don't know how we would have done this had we not taken those steps. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm really grateful um, for and, and really too I mean putting this in motion when we first started talking about this I had obviously no idea that this attack would have come against me and um, so basically we we surrendered to the planning of the Lord 
all the afternoon sessions, Saturday morning, and then for a significant chunk of Sunday morning. Now, that takes away a lot of time that I would have been teaching, and but I knew it was of the Lord. And so to me now, I, I'm looking forward to when I'm gonna speak, but uh, it's, it's significantly less than the amount of time I will normally speak, but that decision was made weeks ago and the Lord knew and and not only is it going to be a powerful thing to really be praying across the earth real time with folks but imagine what impact that's going to have imagine how people standing in the gaps where they've been elected to serve what it, what effect this is going to have on them now there are some places that you know we can't at this point, we don't have every place where there's an outpost of the saints, and I apologize for that. So I don't want anybody to feel left out or get dumpy over it. Um, but what we've done is what the Lord said to do, and that's important. It wasn't preferring one over another. For instance, we don't, we're not going to have a link with India. We're not going to have a link in the, in the African nations. And, and there's, there's a reason for that. First of all, God didn't say to do it. But wherever we're doing this, it's not just that we have a good signal. The people there have to have a good signal. Maybe in future we'll be able to guarantee that, but I can tell you right now, some of these places aren't ready at this point. So in some ways we're pioneering this principle and this process. And um, it's, it's taking a stand and hopefully then we can emulate this in future with these other outposts and the new outposts that are coming online. Mm -hmm. So I just see the goodness of the Lord in so many ways. And I, I, I'm very thankful to God for this coming seminar, how different it is, how innovative it is, how creative it is in the spirit realm and how empowered it is in ways that are different than what we've known in the past. Mm. Yeah, and too, just to think, you know, the Lord's been giving signs. I mean, it, we've, we've laughed about it almost because it's just so obvious. He's been giving signs, which signs, wonders, dunamis, all that is coming. And, and but I think about what how many weeks ago was it when you started talking to me saying we have got the lord is saying to initiate the fivefold again and and that was even when we were still you know having somewhat of a mandate of social distancing and it was still trying to get comfortable with coming back together and and me thinking how's that going to work you know how how's that going to work because we tried it throughout quarantine to do it virtually like just through email and whatnot and it worked but it just is not the same and so i think about that months ago when you started just really beginning to insist that this be initiated and um the funny thing about it to me is that we look at what he's doing next week through what we're talking about through these zoom prayer times this is really a hybrid of fivefold i mean yes, this is, is when i say it's going to stretch us Every single one of us needs to press into the grace that God's giving to us through our intercession, through the diversities of tongues. 
and believe that that you're standing in in the giftings and anointings that God's given to you to take it to a deeper place. Amen. And so our prosuke, our declaration is going to be is going to be precise and strategic into these different places throughout the country and the world because but I think about, you know, the Lord knew that the whole time and then something a little comical is that the the day on Sunday when we launched this new this this new dimension of fivefold. I guess I don't even know. Yeah, how that's to a good it. that's okay. a good word. Deeper dimension. It was the day that the lights in the sanctuary were being replaced. Yeah, that's true. And and to bring light and to bring clarity. And so all afternoon as I was there, because I just stayed through the day, I was just declaring that that the clarity of the Lord would be with us as those lights were brought that brightness of 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 insight. And so it's just funny how God's been working like that. Oh, that is that is great. <laughs> And, you know, if there's one thing about this, I've been looking for the sevenfold return from the Lord. Um, over, We need to have clarity. We yeah. need to have distinct clarity from God and um, to have an un, un, unhindered perception. And I think that's where God is taking us, what you just described. But when I was undergoing these various physical uh, deals at the hospital. I had two cystoscopies. I had a, a CAT scan. I had an MRI. And then one day I was laying in the hospital bed and all of a sudden it was like Spider-Man came to the outside of the window. <laughs> Some window washer came down onto my window and I just started laughing because I thought, Lord, I recognize how valuable it is even in that scenario I was in, to have precise word and clarity. And just about every test that they could have done, they were doing. And, and with every one of them, it took me a couple, it took me a couple of them to really recognize this. But I thought, this God is going to give us as saints the ability to have incredible clarity through the power of the Spirit, mm -hmm. to have a, a clear and definitive word from him beyond what we've known mm. and in our in our prayer um, you know one of the things we're going to be teaching on or I'm going to be teaching on is uh, bringing together those various things of of prayer that God's been teaching us over the years and um, when when you do that it ex it ex Bans some of the verses that we've known for years, like when Paul said in, the, in Philippians, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." You just go down the line. Here's Paul telling you. Here's the Apostle Paul telling us how he prayed before God, and he said. I'm, I'm not, I've got to learn not to allow anything to corrupt my thought process. But in everything, I'm going to offer prosute deasis, and it's going to be based upon thanksgiving, which is Eucharistia. Grace. And I'm going to learn my, my petitions, diaiteo, and through that, God is going to bring us forth into peace. Mm. And it's going to pass our understanding. Peace, not just serenity now, 
but that we would have victory in the fields of the Lord and in his mission. That one verse says essentially how Paul related to God. And he touched on all these high points that we have been privileged to be being taught over the past two years. And, you know, I'm, it, I'm just so grateful to God. So I'm looking forward to this seminar. I, I pray that all of you are. And um, again, I thank God for the quality people that we have here and uh, in other ports of the network that are all coming together to mobilize to make this possible. I'm so grateful to the Lord. And uh, again, when the shepherd is struck, it's either going to scatter the sheep or it's going to galvanize the sheep. And I'm thankful that the latter is here, that it is a galvanizing. And I'm just as, I don't mean prideful in, a, in, an, in an earthly way, the pride of the Lord. I'm so proud of our people and of our network. I'm, I'm grateful. It's, it's, it's humbling to me to not be um, positioned in a way that I normally have been. Uh, it's very humbling. Um, but I see that if we humble ourselves, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, he has really hammered me with humility. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I, I called everybody to fast a few weeks ago and, you know, basically I've been fasting and I know don't send me any emails, but I was fasting in that hospital. You got to eat to keep up your strength. You know, I, in, since we started fasting uh, at the beginning of the year, I've lost 40 pounds. Mm. Now think about that. I mean, and I feel strength. I mean, I, I'm very, very grateful. And, I, and we said, didn't we, that this fast and this season was going to change us in a way that was similar to when we were all first changed. And it's going to build upon that, but it's going to take us into new places that we don't know. Mm. We're seeing a lot of that right now but we're going to see more of it. So we've got to pray and we've got to be faithful. We've got to fast. We've got to rely upon the blood and the word. God is with us. And it's just one of the most exciting paths to be able to walk with uh, in you. Another thing I did while I was in the hospital was I was going back through scriptures that I had memorized years and years ago and re reaffirming them in, in my heart memorizing and I memorized a couple of chapters of scripture uh, just in the last week uh, you know because you're laying there you don't you don't want to be watching TV it was just a, it's an amazing thing and I'm, I'm saying this to you that if if I'm facing these things in principle you should be following them too and press into the Lord because he's he's with you Amen. Amen. How are we doing time-wise? I don't have the big clock in front of me. It, we have about 12 minutes left. And I, I did want to add on to what you were talking about, about just the whole stepping into to clarity. And, and, you know, you've been talking a lot about how 
the Lord wants to give us timing and strategy in the midst of this year of wisdom. And it's not just for this year. It is, it's, it's setting the momentum as we go forward from here on out. That's how it works. But yeah. just to share something funny, um, you know, Sunday I said that they were changing the lights and, and Ruby had gotten a lift into the sanctuary and Nathan was working on that and Scott, I think, was involved. There was a lot of people involved, but when it came down to it, after we closed the fivefold, Nathan was going to do the top lights that are over the pulpit, you know, over the platform. Yeah, those are way up there. They are way up there so that he lifted the lift as high as it would go. And he was still about six feet short of it to be able to unscrew the light bulb and screw a new bulb in. And so in, uh, later that evening, I get a, a picture and a text from Stacy, who had stayed with him to make sure that he didn't fall. Um, and she said that he, he wasn't sure what he was going to do. So he prayed. And the Lord gave him this incredible wisdom to where he went and found a plunger and a long pole that used to be used to change different things, you know, in the sanctuary. Yeah. He, the baker pole. The baker pole. I was going to say that, but I chose not to. So yeah. he attached the two <laughs> with electrical tape, and then he took electrical tape and lined the inside of the plunger with the sticky part of the tape. And he stuck that up there, and, uh, and the, the static from the tape grabbed hold of the bulb, unscrewed the bulb, pulled it down, took it off, put a new bulb inside the plunger and rose it up there and screwed the new bulbs in. And I thought, amazing. that is wisdom. I mean, I, Pastor and I both said he gets the, the Bezalel Award for right now, the creative award. And, and so I just want to speak into that and say that this whole year God has, has been unique and, and uncertain. And there's been so many, this, we could not, I mean, it's just been a very unusual year but the oh, lord yeah, the lord has been sure. in yeah he's been in it throughout and he's we haven't missed a beat he's given us creative solutions to every single thing we've faced and and that is wisdom it's 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 just pressing into the creative nature of who god is and getting it done yeah. and i'm just very thankful for that so that's that's i just know the creative oils are flowing and i'm very thankful for that <laughs> Praise God. He, our Father is so good to us. Even with a plunger, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. There's no theme there at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, even though I was not able to be in the sanctuary on first Saturday, I know that we had first Saturday prayer last Saturday. And uh, I want to remind any of you who have not yet contributed your words to do that. Mm. Um, our devotion was to pray for this seminar, and um, I, I thank you for that. Now, tomorrow is Wednesday. I appreciate Monica so much for, for filling in. Not uh, That's not a good word, filling in. For stepping up to the plate and, and delivering the ministry that God wants uh, in, my, in my absence. But tomorrow I'm planning to speak. And I'm really thankful. I'm so grateful for this privilege. And I, I'm going to talk, unless God changes it, about a, a topic that is, is kind of different. Um, so you'll just have to tune in and see what it yeah, is. Yeah, everybody tune in. <laughs> so. and, and also I want to say too, Pastor, um, 
I know that during this time where you've been out, the Lord, and you've even testified of this, the Lord has been pouring in revelation into you. I, I think things that have not even come to your mind yet. I think that yeah. there's so many seeds that he's planted in you during this time where it may have felt dormant um, in the natural, but in the spirit, I just speak exponential, um, just his spirit just to bring forth the revelation and the truth because you know if that's what's being attacked is 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 truth and and the unveiling of the mystery that god so readily brings through you we just speak forth incredible fruitfulness in this next season that it will be so flowing it will be an overflow that you cannot contain and i just speak into the saints that we would our spirits would be open to receive it and the in the the fullness for which it comes because i think we really need to hold on because the lord's about to pour into us just in incredible miraculous ways so um yeah, yeah. and i mean it's books, a great prophetic word well and i know that books are going to come out of this um th there's just so much fruit that god's going to bring forth through this just through your obedience and and your overcoming and so i just wanted to speak that forth thank you yeah, and to that. Two, I want to speak into the seminar too because it is virtual. But I just want to say that as I've prayed about this seminar, I feel, and I know you you really um, addressed this when you announced the venue. But I just want to speak to all the saints that this seminar is just as important as every other seminar where you have actually come here and been in the green carpet. This seminar is very significant and very vital to where we are not only in our own nation, if my people, um, but in the world. And so I want just to encourage you or, yeah, to, to hold it as valuable as every other gathering that we've had. And to know that when we come together in person, we come together in fellowship and in that koinonia, in that partnership, but we come together for him. And so I just want you to remember as you're standing, even if you're in your own home by yourself, tuning in, it is about him. And, and he is going to be magnified through it. And so I just want you to count it as worthy and as, as of value as every other gathering that we've had. And don't miss it. Yeah. I mean, stand where God has planted you to stand. It's about intercession. It's about prayer. It's about... Um, all these things that God has prepared for us for this hour, and it's important that you're standing in the terial for which he's planted you. So God's in it, and so just know he's going to meet you there. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So we have well, five I minutes. Don't, I don't, what time? I we have five we minutes left. Out. Nope. So the rest is yours. <laughs> How much time? Five four and, five four and a half. Four and a half. Uh-huh. Four and a half minutes. Okay. Yeah, see, God is just, yeah, he's expanding. Yeah. Well, I again, I want to thank all of you who have prayed for me and prayed for our church and prayed for the network. I <clears throat> I felt your prayers and I I'm so grateful for this family that God has knitted us to be and you you all have been such a gift to me and to our body here in Dallas and to the extended saints family 
You know, the enemy's tried every way he could to destroy our calling. You know, he's caused some to accept other missions, you know, like Demas have forsaken having gone after this, having loved this present world or, you know, others who have, have gone in other pathways, but you have stood and I, I speak blessing over you and I thank you from my heart and on behalf of the Heavenly Father. And um, I'm just looking forward to sharing the, the work of the kingdom with, with all of you in the days and the months and the years to come. Um, it's, it's, it's the best time of all to be alive. God put us here for this time for the for the uh, for the coming together of all things we're we're blessed and I, I thank god for you amen and we thank god for you apostle ron pastor ron and thank we you. speak life and vitality into your body and just a perfect perfect measure of healing and restoration and equipping and empowering and everything that the Lord has for you. We just speak it in completion into your life, into your spirit, man, into your mind. And, and we just, we just speak grace into you and, and we give God thanks for who you are and for what you represent in this kingdom and for us as a people. Praise God. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, I guess until tomorrow uh, for Wednesday Night Live and, and then another prayer primer. That's one thing Kelly joked about. You know, it's not stop the prayer primers. <laughs> Somehow so you're there I on Thursday. I one from the hospital that I thought, nah, I'm not going to do that. With your IV bag hanging in the background. Oh, my gosh. I've had more bags. I have Murphy bags, <laughs> IV bags. It's, we need to get you, you a Gucci bag. With all those things connected on you, it's it's uh, it's a it's a gymnastic feat. I should get a gold medal for that. But I'm free. You're free. And we're ready. Jesus. So Amen. God bless all of you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Monica, again for connecting. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it wouldn't have been possible today without what you're doing right there. And I'm so grateful. I don't know how much chit chat we actually did, but. I think we got right down to business today. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. We'll have to get ready for some some legitimate chit. Maybe you chat. have to be here in your, your chit chat chair to to actually chit chat. Right. You're sitting over <laughs> my chit chat chair, you know, you gotta be I careful. I know. I had to sit in the anointed throne while I was I know speaking the message, speaking the word. I'm 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 grabbing <laughs> hold of every point of anointing I can. Okay, All well right. have a blessed day. We love you. God bless you. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.